Hello and welcome to another episode of the Holistic Healing Podcast. I'm Dominique. How are you all today? Last week, I recorded an episode on changing your diet and your exercise during your luteal phase, which comes right before your period. And I kind of explained why you should um, change that up and or like why you should change your eating habits and some of your exercise routines just before you start your period. I explained the reasonings behind it, blood sugar, insulin, um, cortisol levels, all, all those kind of things and how it is beneficial for women to kind of change their eating habits and ease back on exercise. And by beneficial, I mean it helps women to actually better lose weight, to have better energy levels. And if you're trying to get pregnant, better chances of fertility. Um, So go ahead and listen to that episode, which I recorded last week, or it was the previous episode um, right before this one. I highly, highly recommend you go and watch that. It's going to really answer some of your questions and your explanations about eating habits and exercise goals around your menstrual cycle. Today, I am going to be talking about intermittent fasting. So today is another hot topic, and I'm going to be talking about how it affects our weight goals, how it affects our hormone levels. So I'm going to be kind of discussing both of those very briefly. So you're going to want to really listen to this episode, especially if you are somebody who has considered doing intermittent fasting or has done intermittent fasting in the past. I get a lot of women who come to me asking about intermittent fasting, whether or not I agree with it, support it, whether or not they should do intermittent fasting, who should do intermittent fasting, how it should look like, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Now, while I do go into answering a lot more of those questions on my um, online self-paced course, which you can find linked to the bottom of um, in the show notes at the bottom below this episode. And you can also get that through my one-to-one coaching as well. So while I do go into that a lot more in depth, I'm going to just give a couple of broad explanations here on the podcast, which can hopefully help to clear up some of your questions. And then again, if you have further questions regarding intermittent fasting, um, or losing weight or balancing hormones or anything of that nature, please reach out to me or sign up, like I said, for the self-paced guided online course, which is linked in the show notes. It's super easy to sign up and you get immediate access as soon as you sign up. All right. So anyway, the answer when females come to me and say, Hey, Dominique, what do you think about intermittent fasting? Do you think women should do intermittent fasting? My reply to them is, well, it depends on the woman. (laughs) Yes. It depends on the women and the this woman's specific personal needs. And you might be saying to me, oh, okay, well, that's a very generic gray area answer. I'm going to say to that, well, let me tell you a little bit more about why it depends on the female. And it depends not only on the female, but it also depends on what stage of life that female is in. 
So different females in different stages of life are going to see different benefits or different consequences, negative consequences of intermittent fasting. So female who are post-menopause versus females who are who have not gone through menopause yet versus females who are actively trying to get pregnant, it's going to change. Intermittent fasting is going to change its effects on your body in different ways. So let me just first explain. So I am going to explain why intermittent fasting is good in some times and not good in other areas. So listen up. Grab your coffee, grab your water, turn up the the volume on your radio or headphones for this podcast, and let's get into it. So for the basic female who is coming to me who has not undergone menopause yet, okay, for that basic person, so anyone who is essentially pre-menopause, there are certain times when you want to do intermittent fasting and certain times when you should not do intermittent fasting. And I will say that the time that you should not do intermittent fasting is during your menstrual phase, so i.e. on your period, and those few days prior to your period, so i.e. your luteal phase. Do not do intermittent fasting just before your period starts and while you are on your period. Here is why. So intermittent fasting, essentially, as many of you, if you're listening to this episode, probably know, can be seen in different ways. You can either go for multiple hours of the day or periods of the day where you do not eat. And then there are other periods of the day where you do eat. So for example, some people might say that they do an intermittent fasting from say 6 p.m. until 8 a.m. the next morning or 9 a.m. the next morning. Or some people might do intermittent fasting from say 10 a.m. in the morning until 5 p.m. That's one way to do intermittent fasting. Another way you can do intermittent fasting is by say doing four days where you eat regular, normal meals, snacks, etc., And then you have what you call a fasting day, an entire fasting day where you dramatically restrict or decrease your caloric intake. Those are two, usually the two most popular ways of intermittent fasting. There could be more, lots more other ways, but those are typically the two most popular ways and the two, two ways that you are probably thinking of or have heard of. And the reason when you're intermittent fasting, when you're on those days where you are restricting your caloric intake or those hours where you are not eating, your blood sugar levels, your insulin levels are going to drop. And when your blood sugar insulin levels are going to drop during your ovulate, uh, not your ovulate, during your luteal and menstrual phase, so when you're about to have your period or going to have your period, you do not want your blood sugar levels to drop right before your period or on your period. Because what's going to happen is your cortisol stress hormone is already high and elevated during those times of the month for you. And when your insulin levels drop, your cortisol stress hormone is going to go even higher, which means that you are going to have excess amount of the cortisol stress hormone in your body during your luteal phase and menstrual phase during that that period time of the month. All right. And when you have too high cortisol levels, 
it causes a whole slew of effects. It causes a whole entire ripple effect. You start to gain weight. Your metabolism starts to slow down. You might have excess amounts of estrogen or maybe not enough progesterone. Essentially, your body is going to compensate, try and compensate and lower those high, high cortisol levels and in turn is not going to be able to produce enough progesterone or not able to, you know, burn enough energy for your metabolism or something like that. So typically, because cortisol is one of those top tier hormones, as I kind of discussed in my previous episode, when cortisol levels are off, it is more than likely you have a number of other problems as well with your hormones and your weight. So you want to try and keep your cortisol and your insulin levels as stable as possible, okay? And when you are intermittent fasting and going multiple hours or multiple days without eating, you are going to cause those insulin levels to plummet and your cortisol levels to rise, which now your cortisol and your blood blood sugar levels are not stabilized. And it's going to, like I said, you could even have things like problematic PMS. You might find that you're super crampy. You might be getting a lot of headaches or even migraines. I'm, I'm one who suffered from migraines a lot. All of those kind of things really are going to change what you're doing. Additionally, so Typically, intermittent, when you are on your period or just before your period, you want to be eating every four hours, max, max. So typically, you want to bring it closer to every three hours you want to be eating, all right? So you have a dinner or a lunch, and two to three hours later, you have a small snack, and then two to three hours later, you have dinner again. Um, That's kind of how you want to do it. And obviously, you're not going to be able to do that when you're going through intermittent fasting. Okay. So that is the main reason why you should not do it during your luteal and your menstrual phase. However, during your follicular and ovulatory phase, which is that time right after your period has ended and about the middle of the month or the middle of the cycle for you. So anywhere between days seven or day one is your period. Day seven through day 15 for that week there, like I said, just after your period has finished all the way up until about the middle of your cycle, that's a great time to do intermittent fasting if if you are somebody who wants to do intermittent fasting, okay? I'm not saying that this is, you know, during this time you have to do intermittent fasting, but if you want to do intermittent fasting, now is the time to do it during that time of the month, okay? So just after your period ends, you can be like, okay, I'm going to start intermittent fasting and I'm going to do intermittent fasting for about a week then stop. All right. And the reason for this is because during your ovulatory phase, your metabolism is actually slowing down. So your body does not need as much energy or as as many calories. It, It doesn't need as high of a caloric intake during this time, during your ovulatory phase. Your body can function much more efficiently off of less energy. Your cortisol levels are at the its lowest typically. And this is the time when it's like, okay, you can cut back your calories or, or things like that. That's a great time. This is when you want to keep foods light. You want to keep it more spring and summery type vegetables and, and things like that. All right. So that is, that is the good thing. 
Now, let me give you a little bit of background research on this. I'm not going to go super, super in-depth because I don't want to bore you. And again, I do go much more in-depth with this in my course. So let me just give you a very broad overview of a couple of research studies that point to this and back up what I'm saying. So one recent research study said that intermittent fasting will actually decrease androgenins or the hormone androgenins, which are typically like testosterone and things like that. And a lot of females who have PCOS typically have higher amounts of androgen hormones. That's like, like I said, the testosterone and things like that. So people who suffer with PCOS tend to have a lot more of those androgen hormones in them. And studies have found that intermittent fasting can actually decrease some of those androgen levels. So therefore, people who have PCOS might be recommended to do intermittent fasting during that week that I talked about. Not during your period, but starting just after your period ends and going for about a week until your mid-cycle. It might be a good thing for you if you are somebody, like I said, who has PCOS. It might be a good thing for you if you are somebody who is trying to lose weight just during that week. Additionally, additionally, there was a brand new study that was done in 2022, so very recent, and they found that intermittent fasting decreases DHEA. Okay, so I just talked about all the people who intermittent fasting might be beneficial for, PCOS, people trying to lose weight, um, and those who are in their um, follicular and ovulatory phases of the cycle or mid-cycle. Now, here are the people who should not intermittent fast. So as I was just saying, this new 2022 study found that intermittent fasting decreases DHEA. Now, DHEA is a hormone that helps improve ovarian function, and they found that after going on about a eight-week study with intermittent fasting, they found that people's DHEA, females' DHEA, this is specifically for females, females' DHEA decreased by 14%, almost 15%. This means that they had not as healthy ovarian functioning and that fertility may have been affected as well. So therefore, even if you are in your ovulatory phase or that that just finished your period phase and you are looking to get pregnant or actively trying to get pregnant or are currently pregnant, do not do intermittent fasting. It's not recommended. Okay. I mean, sure, you could still do it. You're not going to die. Nothing's going to happen to you, but your body's not going to be the healthiest and you might have, you might have more difficulty getting pregnant. So for those females who are actively trying to get pregnant or are currently pregnant, intermittent fasting may not be a good idea for you at any point of your cycle. However, as I was saying, People who are, as you can see, people who go through intermittent fasting need to do it at certain times of the month if they are fertile, right? If, if they have not hit menopause because of all those fluctuating hormone levels. Females who are post-menopause, when their hormones don't go through the menstrual cycle with your period and you don't ovulate anymore and you're not fertile anymore and your hormones, for the most part, stay fairly 
flat-lined, one-line, stabilized, balanced, et cetera. For those females who are postmenopausal, intermittent fasting to your little heart's desire. Go for it. If you are postmenopause, intermittent fast however you would like. And males, because males obviously do not go through this whole fluctuating hormone menstrual cycle thing. Oh, man, sometimes men. Sometimes I think they just get a little bit easier than us. <laughs> anyway, anyway, males can intermittent fast as well, and they're going to see phenomenal results with it when done correctly and appropriately. And I'm not here to tell you how to intermittent fast if you're male or, or anything like that. Um, but yes, so there you have it. There is a brief overview of intermittent fasting, when to intermittent fast, how to intermittent fast, why to intermittent fast, and why you should not intermittent fast and the certain times that you maybe can find intermittent fasting beneficial to you. Again, I go much more in depth with this in my one-to-one coaching, as well as in my self-guided online course, which you have instant access to as soon as you download and sign up. It is a membership. Just simply click the link in the show notes to sign up and you are going to get a whole slew of information right at your fingertips. And you might be saying, okay, well, I can get all this information on these free podcasts that you're doing. That is true. That is right. Because I always want to make sure you guys are getting the information you want. I feel like every woman should know more about their bodies. It is their right to know more about their bodies. However, I go much more in depth into each and every topic on this course. And I also organize it so that it's easy to follow so that you're not jumping around looking for different podcasts and not sure which one to come next. I've already broken it down. It's in a drip format. So once you watch one, then the next one comes out. And then when you watch that one, then the next one comes out, et cetera, et cetera. It's been super beneficial and super helpful to just letting us know our bodies a little bit better. And it's pretty affordable because it is just a self-guided, self-paced membership. Um, Let me know if you have any questions, ladies, and always leave a like, comment, or message me on Instagram. That's women underscore holistic underscore living. I will talk to you later. Have a great day. Bye.